0: Hello, everybody. This is Coffee Conversations uh, with Father David. Hope you're doing well today, no matter where you're at. Whether you're uh, sitting on the couch with a nice cup of Joe or sitting in the car with uh, some Starbucks uh, or something, I uh, hope you're doing well. So it's we're excited to be back uh, here today. So we're going to be doing something pretty interesting today. Uh, Deacon Bob was unfortunately uh, not able to join into the conversation this week, uh, just schedule and some different things. So. I'm, I'm flying solo. We're, we're going to see how this rolls. Maybe little, hopefully it's not too much of a, uh, a disparate, uh, caffeinated monologue. But uh, and we're going to try it out for the first time. Hey, see where it goes. But so excited to be back uh, with all y'all. So I got out the bike this week. It's been some super amazing uh, weather in Ohio. And uh, just been, it was great to get out for a ride uh, for the first day on Wednesday. And after uh, the winter time, when I was doing some snowboarding, it's time to work out the other side of the legs now. So I think I realized uh, snowboarding and things. I was I was working out the hamstrings, you know, pretty well, getting down the hill and uh, maneuvering and and all that. But now it's time to work on the time to work on the quads on the on the front side of the legs. I was I was pretty exhausted um, just after a, a you know kind of, probably nine mile ride, but so a little decent, but. So it's, it's good though. We're hope you're finding something good to do outside, you know, as the, the, the weather gets uh, a bit warmer and I'm feeling a little bit, I'm so I'm, I'm recording this on Friday afternoon and I'm feeling uh, a little tired, been, uh, been fasting today a little bit. I had some, uh, we had some, uh, broccoli and, and, uh, broccoli and uh, cauliflower pizza for, for lunch around the, around the staff area. So I had a piece of that. That was pretty tasty, but I'm, I'm kind of feeling a little lightheaded, um, just tired from the day, but hey, it's good. You know, i i really have I really have enjoyed fasting um, a little bit. It's kind of like a love hate relationship, kind of like uh, kind of like cross country back in the day. You know, it's it's good for you. Yeah, it's good for the body and the soul, but uh, it can it can really weigh at different times. But hey, we're offering it as a prayer on behalf of the church, and it's good to to not have attachments. You know, in your life, and to know I'm. I don't need to, uh, to have uh, food all the time, but hey, we're doing it. So today, uh, we're going to have a little shorter uh, of an episode, because uh, we're not going to have so much back and forth, but I wanted to share just some thoughts uh, that I, I shared with the school kids at our Mass on Wednesday. And uh, the kind of topic of this, this conversation uh, will be, you know, why, why does the church have rules? Why does the church have rules? So you know we might we, we have we have faith in, in our in our lives and maybe we're kind of, we're kind of wondering about you know this this whole question you know why can't I just you know I love Jesus and kind of live my own life and why does there kind of have to be you know all these rules at different times? I think if uh, you kind of look around the culture, I think you can see a good amount of maybe skepticism with uh, authority, and maybe sometimes we see this in relationship with the church, you know. How and why can the church tell me to do this uh, or that? And I see this uh, a lot amongst uh, younger people. You know, really, they have a lot of questions, uh, and they don't want to just hear, um, you know, hear kind of what the church has to say, but you really, why does it have to say it? So I think the, the main kind of the main kind of thought from this will be that, you know, rules aren't bad, uh, but rules uh, are liberating. And ultimately, rules uh, can lead us to heaven. So just think about uh, in, our, in our own lives. You know, so our, our, life, is, our life is kids. Our parents, you know, have, have rules for us, right? I remember, you know, just one of the rules that, that I had. So my cousins lived two blocks away. Uh, we, kind of, we lived at a cul-de-sac. So there wasn't tons of traffic. Uh, so we could kind of have a little bit of freedom, kind of ride the bike around and this stuff. Uh, but, you know, I, I always had a rule for at least a good amount of time that I couldn't ride you know past my cousin's house so I couldn't ride you know more than two blocks away and then the other rule was that I had to be in before the street lights came on so once you heard you know the uh, the flicker of the halogen uh, the lights are in our in our neighborhood um, you knew that it was it was time to start coming back a little bit you know this was the kind of the rule uh, that my my parents set, and I usually was kind of skirting in, <laughs> skirting right onto the right onto the street. It was there was the first dings, you know, of the um, of the uh, of the lights. But hey, you know, we made it we made it happen. Yeah, and you could say, you know, parents have rules for their kids, you know, and it's not just arbitrary. It's not just to tell them what to do, but it's really to keep them safe, you know, because at at night, you know, it's harder to see, you know, kids on bikes and. Uh, you know, there's only a certain amount of distance, you know, you want to have so you can, you know, can, you can find your kids. Um, so if you, if you yell out the front door, you know, you can, you can know where they are. But it's not just parents, you know, that have um, rules in life. You know, rules happen in all kinds of other places. You know, think of, think of sports. You know, we all love sports. We all love watching our favorite teams and favorite players, uh, and just the competition uh, that happens, you know, sports are fun because you know they have rules, right? So if if there weren't if sports didn't have any rules, it'd be you know pretty chaotic. You'd have uh, everyone would be flying around, kind of doing their own thing. You know, in basketball, you can't you can't travel you know with the ball. You can't push anyone over. In football, you can't face mask anyone. You know, whenever there's a referee, um, you know it's it's important that we listen to the referee's whistle because. They have something, they have an important call to make on what just happened or this or that. And when, you know, we all, we all know maybe uh, if, we're, if we're playing some pickup games, we all know that person uh, who is not fun to play with because they kind of bend the rules and, you know, kind of play their own way. You know, the rules are really meant to help facilitate the game and really allow everyone to, you know, enter into it as best as they can and really to enjoy it. So it's good that there's there's certain certain rules. Boundaries can bring freedom. I, uh, I heard about, there was a, there was a study uh, done uh, at, a, at, a, at a school, and it was kind of an inner city area. Uh, so there was the, the school, and then there was the parking lot, and there, but there really wasn't much room outside of that. It wasn't like, a, at, our, at our parish, we have this big grassy area uh, and all that. But they, they did an experiment when there wasn't, a, so there wasn't a fence around, this, uh, around the, pl- around the uh, playground area, and uh, the parking lot for a good amount of time, and when there wasn't a fence, you know, a lot of the kids kept pretty close to the main building, to the school building. They didn't venture out, you know, pretty far. But they noticed that after a fence was put in, the kids then were able to use the, they were able to utilize the whole of the parking lot, the whole of the playground uh, area. They didn't just keep close. Uh, but they were really able to, you know, kind of see all the, all the space that they could go, and there wasn't any worry about, you know, someone coming in and, um, and kind of um, harassing them or, or or whichever, kind of from the outside area. Truly, you know, rules can bring us freedom. Boundaries can be can be helpful in in life. And so we, if we apply that to our faith, we can look at the scriptures. And, you know, the Old Testament is talking about all about the, the, the Israelite people and how God was, was moving and walking with them. And if you look at the Old Testament, especially like the, the book of Deuteronomy and Numbers, there's like tons and tons and tons and tons of rules. The law was really how the Jewish people lived out their faith uh, in a real way. And we know that the, the famous of these rules, uh, these laws, were the Ten Commandments. And we, we again, uh, with our modern mindset, uh, we can kind of hear commandment uh, and kind of think of that negatively, you know, things I have to do. But again, you know, life uh, without rules, you know, just like, you know, sports without rules, you know, is chaos. You know, the Ten Commandments aren't, they're not just no's of like what we shouldn't do. But I think it's 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 more along the lines of freedom that God wanted his people to live in the best way and to know happiness uh, as much as possible. So he gave them, you know, uh, the Ten Commandments. So how, how people can relate with God, how they can relate with others, how they can relate with themselves uh, in a way that's good. So just, I mean, just briefly, maybe it's been a while for we thought about the Ten Commandments. You know, the first first commandment, I am the Lord your God, and you shall not have strange gods before me. So in the sense of, you know, God should be the highest and most important uh, thing, reality, um, we're living for uh, in our lives. Second, you should not take the name of your Lord God in vain. You know, so not using uh, bad language, foul language, but particularly God's own name. Because when we use God's name, you know, it's like calling upon him. Uh, but if we use it in kind of a trivial way, it's it's kind of an insult, you know, really, uh, to God, who is, uh, who is great and almighty and and good for us. Third, remember to keep uh, holy the Lord's day. You know, so Sunday is a sacred day that we should come to Mass and we should pray on Sunday and we should set some time, just being with our families. That, you know, that's something really that, that more helps us uh, than anything. And God is is worthy of worship. The fact that He's given us everything, um, He's worthy. You know, to be, to give some time to. Number four, honor your father and your mother. So, you know, not disobeying our parents. You know, we're looking out for our parents. What do our parents need Uh, and respecting them? Number five, uh, you shall not kill. Uh, So certainly, um, you know, doing harm to our brothers and sisters uh, physically, you know, would be avoided. but, But also, you know, not causing division, not saying mean, angry, or nasty things that really kind of do bring death, you know, to a relationship in a real way. Uh, sixth commandment, you should not commit adultery. So, you know, always loving other people and being faithful, you know, to uh, the promises that we make to them uh, in all kinds of ways. That can be certainly in regards to a marriage relationship, uh, but other ways that, we're, that we that we promise to look out and for and, and to love other people. Number seven, uh, you should not steal. So, obviously, not taking what is not ours. Number eight, you should not bear false witness against your neighbor. So not lying and saying untrue things can really, you know, if we do that in small ways, it can end up happening in big ways. Um, It can really do a lot of damage to, you know, ourselves and and relationships and our lives. And then nine and 10, you should not covet your neighbor's wife and you should not covet your neighbor's good. That we shouldn't be, you know, really envious um, and of what other people have in their lives. Certainly it's good that they have those things, but You know, if we really look around and look at our life, you know, we've been given, you know, so incredibly much. And so not to not be, you know, have not our posture be envy of what other peoples have, but to have, you know, gratitude for what we have. So all of these, you know, commandments, you know, are really ways of how do we live best uh, as human beings? How do we live best uh, as Christians, they're rooted towards our happiness, ultimately, not just merely telling us what to do. So then we come to Jesus, and you know Jesus was a great teacher for us uh, in in many ways, and he did give rules. In Matthew's gospel, uh, it's the there's the account of the Sermon on the Mount, so which is like greatest, Jesus's greatest teachings. And in that, he gives us uh, the beatitudes. You know, blessed are they who um, who, who mourn. Blessed are they uh, who are are persecuted uh, for my for my sake. Uh, blessed are the meek. Uh, all these all these different things. Well, the beatitudes are like a fulfillment uh, of the Ten Commandments. And Jesus even says, you know, in the Gospel uh, of of Matthew, "Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets." I have not come to abolish um, but to fulfill. And men I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or the smallest part of a letter will pass from the law, uh, until all these things have, have taken place. Therefore whoever breaks one of these the least of these commandments and teaches others to do so will be called least in the kingdom of heaven, but whoever obeys and teaches these commandments will be called greatest in the kingdom of heaven. You know, so Jesus knows that you know it's not just a free for all in life. He knows that rules are important. We don't fundamentally live our life for rules, but rules really, uh, really help us. And I think kind of talking about you know our relationship with our parents, you know, the reality of sports, you know, kind of help us to see that um, they they bring freedom because uh, that's ultimately uh, what God what God wants uh, for us. So maybe the question is uh, for ourselves today. You know, how well do we follow God's commandments? How well do we follow the teachings uh, of the church? You know, do we know why God asks us to do this? Um, do we know why the church, you know, has a particular teaching uh, on, on something, whether that's uh, moral teaching or sexual teaching or um, teaching on immigration or teaching on the sacraments and why they're, you know, important for us? I think it's just good to ask not not just what is it te- what is the church teaching uh but really why because they're not just met arbitrary uh, but they're meant to bring us uh to the fullness of life and ultimately I think we 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 follow you know the rules of the church um just like you know following the rules of our parents you know it's not done you know sc- exclusively kind of a you know out of a sense of of servile obedience but out of a sense of love you know that you know, parents, when 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 your kids listen to you, um, and they, you know they're listening to you, um, not just out of a sense of you told them to do this, and you know they're kind of grunting and are, and they're just, you know, trying to get it done, but that they really are doing it, you know, out of a sense of out out of love, that they're doing it out of a sense of gratitude uh, for all that you've 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 given to them and done for them, and and will continue to do. So, I think it's that's 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 helpful uh, and important that all is done. You know. For love, out of love, and for the sake of love, uh, that we all can grow in freedom, uh, in who we are uh, as God's children, living in the world, you know, on this journey uh, towards heaven. So, just a random couple thoughts for you today uh, on church and rules and, and God, and I don't know, it's all it's all good. So before we before we go, we'll end uh, as we do uh, with just a little prayer, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, Amen. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks and praise for the gift of this day, the gift of our lives, uh, the gift of who you are as a God of love. We ask you to be with us today, uh, no matter where we're at, um, who we're around, what we're doing, that you may um, strengthen us uh, in all that we do. We ask you to open our minds and our hearts to see and to know truth uh, wherever it is, especially as it comes to you, uh, comes to us uh, from your church. We give you thanks for the gift of the church leading and guiding us through this life uh, through the many you know trials and, and questions uh, that we have. We ask you to bless us, keep us safe in our travels uh, and all that we do uh, today uh, through every every day of the rest uh, of our lives. We ask this all in your name. Amen. And Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Amen. All right, everyone, I hope you have a blessed uh, and a great day. Know of our prayers uh, here for you at the parish. If you have any thoughts or questions about topics, just give us an email here at the parish. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. All right, have a great day and God bless. Peace.